0: Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, where we talk about how to design, automate, and scale your business to the next level using sales and marketing automation. You can find out all the tips, tactics, and techniques you need to get more customers and sell more stuff over at theactivemarketer.com. Now here's your host, Barry Moore.
1: Welcome to episode 29 of the Active Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Barry Moore. This week, we've got an interesting show. It's with Dane Maxwell from thefoundation.com. I've been following Dane for years and he's doing some great work over at the foundation helping entrepreneurs get started. But we started off the uh, interview talking about marketing automation. It took a bit of an unexpected turn, which I think turned out to be great. And we started talking about some other things that really seemed to hold a lot of people back in business, and that's kind of limiting beliefs uh, as to what you can accomplish uh, and who you are and what you believe in. Uh, So really, really interesting interview, Uh, not our normal kind of more technical focused interviews, uh, but really, really fantastic. I think it's well worth a listen for anybody uh, who's an entrepreneur or running their own business. But just a word of warning, um, we do let a few uh, swear swear words fly, there might be the occasional F-bomb in this episode, so if you're driving with your kids in the car, you might want to listen to this at another time. Let's just jump straight into this interview with Dane Maxwell from TheFoundation.com. All right, I'd like to welcome to the show entrepreneur extraordinaire Dane Maxwell from TheFoundation.com. And if you haven't checked out TheFoundation.com, I'd urge you to go over and do that. It's a great resource for any entrepreneur wanting to start a business, any kind of business. They specialize in kind of SaaS businesses, but um, what they teach applies to any kind of business. So welcome, Dane. Yeah, thank you. Really excited to have you on the show because I know uh, you've got heaps of experience in, you're kind of a serial entrepreneur and you've built heaps of businesses. So you've got, and you teach other people how to build them. So you've got heaps of experience on how to go from zero to, to hero with your automation in your sales funnel. So um, always great to get stories from the trenches. So why don't we talk a little bit about um, kind of what automations you've put to work in your businesses and, and what you've seen really works and kind of the shit that doesn't work. Wow, um, where do you want me to start? <laughs> <laughs> anywhere you like, brother. Anywhere you like. Well, I just love automation.
0: I don't love full automation. Like, I don't love automation in the in the sense of like, what can you get away with automating? But I do really love automation in terms of like, how can you greater serve your customer? And so, my intention in, in automation is generally speaking, how do we serve and segment the customer? I'm, I'm getting to a point now where I'm wanting to, if you think about like a hundred unique visitors visiting a landing page, let's say on average, 10 to 20 of them give you an email address. So the other 80 to 90 leave. Yeah. Well, I'm interested in like, how do you get 50 out of a hundred people to interact on your site? And then other 50 out of the 50, how do you segment them immediately to then communicate with them in an automated way? Based on what their key desire and key objections are, so it's literally like just shooting fish in a barrel, and that's that's the level that uh, of automation and segmentation that I'm that I'm thinking about these days.
1: And how are you going? How are you going about that? How are you segmenting those people as they as they interact with your site?
0: Well, we're creating a creating a free course as we speak, where when you click on instead of Instead of like the email address and then a button where you put the email in and then push the button, what happens is there's a button and then you push the button and then it's, and then like you and then usually there's like an opt in, like a little pop up opt in. So it's like a, for a little bit of engagement before you have to enter the email address, which which boosts response rate generally. Uh, instead of actually even having an email right away, there's a pop up right away that immediately asks the person who they are. So when you click the button, it says, Who are you? Entrepreneur employee, freelancer, student, or other. And they answer that. Then it asks the next question is what is your next how much how much do you want your business to make per month? They answer anywhere I mean, anywhere between five and five hundred thousand a month. Then the next question is what is your current biggest roadblock in getting there? And then we have five predefined answers based on about 50 hours of pouring through survey data, categorizing all the survey Responses into like 15 categories, and then taking the 15 down to the five most common, and then ranking those. And so we have the five most common roadblocks for our audience as the next answer. So you answer those three things, that data gets passed over into Active Campaign. And now in Active Campaign, we can talk to entrepreneurs like entrepreneurs, employees like employees, freelancers like freelancers, students like students, etc.
1: And so, so you basically doing a mini survey at the front, and then that. That segments them and puts them in. So there are five separate automations in the back for one for each category. That is the plan. Yes. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. And
0: it doesn't actually even need to be five automations. You know, the content is the same. Maybe it's like all in the same sequence. There's just like a tag that's like the first three lines. So as an employee, you're just like, man, you know, one of the most dreaded things as an employee is to go wake up in the morning. Uh, wake up in the morning knowing that you're going to have to go listen to a boss tell you what to do all day. dot 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 that's why we love building businesses. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Versus that's like cool. if you're an entrepreneur it's like one of the worst feelings as an entrepreneur is working in a bad business model where every day you actually don't build wealth but you just get by. That's why we love building businesses. <laughs> as nice. as as a student, you know, it's like well, one of the things uh, you always got to keep in mind as a student is the professors' don't know very much about business because if they did, they probably own million dollar businesses, but instead they're teaching it, which is why we love building businesses. So we may not even need five sequences, but just uh, that,
1: that intro paragraph at the top. Yeah. I like it. That actually brings up a good point. There's a, a feature in active campaign and a lot of the automation platforms that people don't use a lot which is conditional content right so just like you said there's one email there but it, it might have five beginning paragraphs to it depending on how that customer has been tagged or segmented going into the sequence in the first place very cool very cool and and you know when you're segmenting those people do you find a dramatically different response rate from those customers I don't
0: know yet we're just we're just doing we just we launched it
1: on August 10th. It's currently what August 1st or 2nd. And so, what 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 have you been doing with them uh, previously? Up you know to, up to date? Oh, you're... just giving everyone the same
0: same, same. damn sequence. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, we haven't even like. Yeah we we've, we've been sloppy marketers. We have not been implementing what our mindset was. Uh, up oh. until finally, like August 10th, you know, I've been I've been doing automated marketing for my SaaS businesses for you know, seven, eight years. Um, And I love doing that stuff. I have a very different, I I have a very different approach, I think, than most other people in that. I assume a certain level of sophistication in my customers. So right now, I just spent two hours today putting together email sequences that we're going to send out So we have this August 10th course going live, right? So we have the entrepreneur, the employee, the freelancer, then they enter their income goal and then what's stopping them and they drop right into the first video. Then they go to the second and third and fourth. If they don't finish those videos, we're going to be sending them six emails over the course of, or four four emails over the course of a week saying, you know, hey, we see you didn't watch this video. Why not? Like, is there something else you want? Maybe you want some different piece of content. Yeah, right. And like, that's, that's literally what the email says. If you don't, if you just watch, you do want to watch this. Here's the link. And that's that's all the email is. Like, I, I, I'll just little here. Let me let me just like uh, I'll just pull up. Um, I'll pull up a, a few emails and read them if you'd like. Okay, so here one of our videos is on mindset. Okay, so here's if they don't watch if they don't finish the video after after 24 hours, here's an email they get. Subject: I wrote this wrote this today. I don't know if there's any We'll see. Uh, based on response subject colon your mind is calling and then inside it wants you to be free free from doubt anxiety and fear you still have not watched this video on mindset yet is there anything i can help you with push your reply right now and let me know otherwise here's the video i think you'll enjoy it mucho toodles Dane. yeah exactly nice nice just so to the point yes right? And I'm like, is there anything I can help you with? Why? Like, what's up? What's up? Maybe you got busy today. So that's, that's within 24 hours. Now, within two days, the next email I send out is subject, your mind, question mark. What sort of self-talk has your mind been up to today? Whatever it is, dot, 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 it truly wants you to be free. Free from doubt, anxiety, and fear. So it's basically the same email. You still have not watched this video yet. Is there anything I can help you with push reply right now? No. Otherwise, here's a video. I think you'll enjoy mucho toodles, but it's just like the first two or three lines are different okay the next one four days later subject line when will it change question mark have you ever wondered when the self-talk of your mind will become your best friend instead of a fearful enemy that cuts to i'm gonna actually update this that cuts you down your mind dot 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 it wants you to be free free from dot anxiety fear yada 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 the same shit um next one day six subject line if they haven't watched if they haven't watched the mindset video is the fourth email that goes out subject line the greatest disease The greatest disease plaguing our species is dot, dot, dot. I'm not enough, but I have great news. Your mind and body doesn't want you to suffer. It wants you to be free, free from doubt, anxiety, and fear, blah, 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 blah. The same shit as all the other ones. Um, So if you don't watch the mindset video, we're going to follow up with you four days until
1: you complete it. And those would be like the example emails that we send out. Yeah. Very cool. And then so is that the same for all the videos in the funnel? I think so. What do you think Four four emails if they don't watch the video until they watch it? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, they're, you're trying to get them there for a purpose. And if they're not going to, if they're not going to take that purpose, then you don't really need them on the, I, I'm pretty ruthless with the list. You know, if, if you're not here to get the message, then get off the list, <laughs> you know? Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't mind taking a kind of more hard line approach with like, yeah, here's what you asked for. Why aren't you looking at it? Here's what you asked for. Why aren't you looking at it? Um, and if they get pissed off with that, well then, you know, they weren't really your ideal customer in the first place. So I think, yeah, that's what, exactly. I think that's great. And, and that kind of dovetails into something I think you guys are, you especially are really great at is the limiting mindset belief. You know, you've had, what, 1,000 people now come through the foundation? How many have gone through the foundation so far? Roughly 1,500. 1,500, yeah, so well over 1,000 people. Would you say that that is probably like the one thing that you see in common with with most of the people who want to become entrepreneurs or are starting out on that entrepreneurial journey? Is that limiting mindset belief? Yeah. And why do you you think that Uh, is?
0: Ah, man, I really love this question a lot. So let me just feel into my heart space for a second. They're just really confused and scared, Barry. Um, Really confused and scared. They haven't learned to trust themselves. The times that they've trusted themselves in the past, they've gotten hammered or punished or devastated by someone when they thought they were doing what was right. Their mom, their father, someone just totally brutally attacked them and that registered fear up in their brain. So now every time they begin to think for themselves, truly think for themselves and then speak for themselves and follow that really natural innate born desire that they were born to be with, it gets clouded by all this fear. And, um, it just so happens that for whatever reason, a lot of people get paralyzed going after their deepest, deepest desires. And, I, I had a fortunate up well fortunate and unfortunate upbringing where I, I had a pretty traumatic upbringing so I learned how to completely just shut off my feelings so I could take action like I could actually like if I showed my feelings around my mom growing up for example it would usually not turn out to be very good so I learned <laughs> how to, I learned how to go numb yeah so when I was starting out in business I'd have total debilitating fear total debilitating self worth issues total debilitating everything and i just ignored it and for whatever reason it never fucking mattered uh and and i don't think self-worth issues really if you can shut them off you can be successful in quite a while until you become conscious enough to see that they're there and then at the point where you're conscious enough to notice there's pain then you can't live with it anymore um but there's like this, this there's like this window where you start to become conscious just enough to be conscious enough of the pain but not conscious enough to be able to let go and heal that and that tends to be a, a a stasis place where where people are stuck and the so that's that's like one theory of of why is that people are really just deeply scared and scared of truly trusting themselves like if i could if i could just teach one concept for the rest of my life it would be some flavor of let me show you how to deeply trust yourself
1: yeah i remember was, the, i listened to a call yeah. you did with somebody i can't remember who the the person was but it was basically one of these calls where you just walked this guy through like what was what his limiting beliefs where what was holding back It was just an amazing an amazing thing to listen to and you must do that over and over again with the people from the foundation so um you know i guess it's a two part question what you know what's the what's the mechanism or what's the process you got yourself through that limiting belief and that you know going from numb and aware of the pain to just you know moving past it and and kind of self actualizing and what's the, the kind of basic framework that you help other people do that same thing huh let's see <clears throat> I'm
0: noticing I'm having a, uh, an emotional reaction
1: uh, right now to the to the question in a in a, in a good way. Um, well, I think that's your I'm super, still... I think that's your superpower, man. You know, that's that's your your mm. your path that you're supposed to take. I mean, all, all the entrepreneurial stuff is great, but I mean, the fact that you help so many people get to so many limiting beliefs that are holding them back—that's you know, I think me personally, from looking from the outside, I think that's your. That's your path, man. Yeah, I sneak it into the foundation. Well, what I wanted to say was there is just a very debilitating
0: feeling that. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it's just, it's just humbling to explore this space because you know, I, I. I used to really think that like, okay, your self-worth and your true self-esteem, really, let's get those sorted out and then we'll have you taking action. And now I'm like, you know, I don't really know if you need to sort that out. You can actually just follow this process and no matter how insecure or how much doubt or how much not enoughness or self-worth you feel like you lack, how, no matter how much your self-esteem is, is, is struggling, you can actually still follow the process and become successful. Um, it's just that there's a lot of friction. So what happens is the, the limiting beliefs and the debilitating self-talk, what they do is they create friction. So it depends on how, how strong you are. you know. And, and, I, and I was born into the world dying. Like From the second that I was born, I, I was choking on a rare condition where I had feces and poop in my lungs. I couldn't breathe the second I was alive. And then I went on to, to die in my sleep repeatedly for the first year and a half of my life. Wow. And then I went on after that to have debilitating allergies and just a terrible. If there was anyone you would ever doubt that wouldn't make it, it would have been me. But I was born fighting. So I, I'm very strong in that I can withstand a ton of emotional pain. So much emotional pain. That I was able to really, really push through, which is what it was. It was a giant push through the the friction. You know, there, there are, there are like, essentially I got, there's, there's a guy that I hung out with. He's been on Oprah and I, Dr. Mark Goldstein, he's the author of just listen, discover the secret to getting through to absolutely anyone or something along those lines. And I was sitting at at, at a table with him for lunch and and I said, you know, Mark, I'm I'm trying to figure out my life purpose. You know, Mark's like, Oh, that's really easy. All you got to do is ask these four questions, address the four questions, and then your natural calling is just going to emerge.
1: You know, the first question. (laughs) That easy. Yeah, right.
0: Of course. Of course. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, screw you and thank you at the same time. And, And so you see, you know, the four questions are, what are you trying to prove? Who are you trying to please? What are you trying to hide? What are you trying to show? And you ask those four questions and... Now, the thing is, you might be able to consciously answer that, but there's a lot of deeply unconscious shit going on in those four questions. Um, and, and so let's just say, question, what are you trying to prove? You know, that's, that's a powerful question. And if it's the, your self-worth, now you're going to have friction taking action. Now, here's the really exciting thing, really, really, truly, probably one of the most exciting things that I've ever discovered personally, is that the things that I want to do from a place of pain, I still want to do. From a place of no pain, the journey is just a hell of a lot more fun.
1: Yeah.
0: So, like starting the foundation, I've always wanted to start the foundation. But one of the things I was trying to prove that what unconsciously became clear to me was that I wanted to prove to my parents that they could be wealthy too. You know, I started to be really successful in software. I was like, Mom, Dad, look at this. You guys can make millions of dollars of software you guys can do this this is so easy just come do it it's you don't need an idea you don't need money you don't need experience just follow this process and just do the exact same thing i'm doing this process is so cool come do it and they and they didn't want to do it so you know i started the foundation and i didn't even know this was was unconscious and so when i released that which was you know in order to release that i basically drop into the feeling space They're, they're called feeling beliefs which is really phenomenal. Uh, Here we are in an automation marketing podcast. We can get back to that in a second. but, But something really important I want you guys to consider is you don't change your thoughts to change how you feel. If you do that, your change is temporary. Traditional advice tells you to change your thoughts to change how you feel. For example, if you fail, just view failure as progress instead of failure as failure. Right. So if you fail and then you're like, crap, you know, okay, if my product failed or the sale failed and you feel into that, you're like, oh, that's, that's kind of that. And failure is attached to your identity of worth. Right. Now, if you change the thought to, you know what? No, no, failure isn't failure of me. It just means that I'm learning something new because what I did didn't work. Failure is feedback. Right. So, like, okay, great. So you're holding that, that thought. But what's happening unconsciously for you, is unconsciously, your self, your identity, and your self worth is attached to this on a deep level. So, what's happening is you're trying to change your thoughts to change how you feel. But what actually needs to happen is you need to go into the feeling, the felt belief, the belief that comes from a deeply seated feeling. Feel into the feeling, feel it to its completion. As soon as you feel the feeling, the feeling is not inexhaustible, it has an end, an end point, and you pop through the bottom of the feeling. The, the, the feeling belief fades. So all of a sudden you look at failure and you're like, failure, does what, <coughs> what does failure even mean? Um, like what does, what does that mean? Failure? I'm, I'm not even really certain that failure has any context at all. Failure just means, Oh, that I guess that didn't work. Um, but there's, there's no impact on your identity. There's no impact on your true self-esteem or your self-worth because you Dealt with the feeling, feeling belief. So traditional advice is like, yeah, hey, change your thoughts, change how you feel. But what I'm saying is actually go into the deep rooted feeling of, of of failure, feel to the bottom of it, and then once you do, you'll have complete and total freedom. And and what's what's awesome is you don't actually have to worry about changing your thoughts anymore because you're just naturally your mind just quiet when you rip out the feeling belief of self worth. Like you don't you don't ever worry about you don't have like self like I don't I don't have. I truly don't have self-worth issues on a broad scale. Now there might be micro microscopic minuscule moments where like, Oh wow. Hey, there's the self-worth issue coming up. But for the most part, the concept of like, I feel worthy just resonates as just so clean inside my body. And the concept of worth doesn't even make sense to me anymore. Like it does, but only under the context of conditional love. So, this is a really important point. Highly significant. Not only have I felt to nearly the completion of self worth, as far as I can tell, and so I feel just totally worthy as I am for no other reason than I just am. So, like, not only do I have this 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 thing, but I I I've you know you, you you come to this you you know you, you, you struggle with 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 self worth issues, right? You say, okay, man, like, gosh. I can get this business up, then I'll feel worthy. I can get that girlfriend, then I'll feel worthy. And what happens, it doesn't work because it just it just doesn't. We, we, you know this if you've tried. But what happens is all you actually have to do is go into the terrifying, traumatic feeling of not feeling worthy and feel it bravely. And find someone that can actually hold space and guide you there emotionally. And when you do, you feel at the bottom, like what happened for me is I was like, holy shit. Not only have I just not only have I been worthy this whole time, wait, I actually haven't even been worthy. Wait, my worth was never in question. The fuck? <laughs> and, and so I'm like, okay, well, if my worth has never been in question, then what's the whole point of business? What's the whole point of life? I was like, well, shit. The whole point of life, if it's not to prove my worth for me personally. Some people, some people won't resonate with proving their worth. Other, other people might resonate with wanting belonging and acceptance. Other people may resonate with wanting to prove their value or their significance. Other people may just never want to feel alone. You know, whatever the issue is, there's like there's nine core emotions that make this that make up the, the human experience of suffering. And 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 so yeah, I got to this point, it's like, well, okay, my worst never been in question. Holy crap, what's the point of life? Well the whole point of life then is just simply just to enjoy it. And so what are you going to wake up to do today? Whatever it is you're about to do, I hope the reason that you're about to do it is because of only one thing that you just absolutely enjoy it. So then, you know, if you're not starting a business to prove your worth, but just truly to enjoy it then the whole purpose of business is just to have fun. And then when the whole purpose of business is to have fun, you actually reach a whole new level of mastery that you never would from some sort some sort of striving place of trying to prove your worth. So it's very significant, you know, and that, As you talk about this, as as, as you hear me speak, imagine our our foundation students being around me and around this energy for six whole months. There's no wonder that they come out remarkably free individuals.
1: Yeah, uh, that's, Dane, that's probably the best business advice I've ever heard. Um, What about it? uh, Just that, you know, I think people lose sight and even, you know, I'm guilty of it as anybody, but just lose sight of why they're doing stuff and what they're doing stuff for, or they're just flat out not friggin' honest about why they're doing stuff you know whether it's to prove their self-worth or to not be alone or whatever it is whatever that driving subconscious issue is they're not just being honest and recognizing what that is and and not going back to why you're doing everything in the first place which is if you don't have those self-worth issues is it fun you wake up every morning and you know the mass majority of people I come across are complaining about what they do every day. It's like, well, what the f- well, why don't you change that then if you're so unhappy about it? Yeah. But you rip
0: out you know, you, you rip out the feeling beliefs of that person who complains and pretty soon they just naturally start doing what they love. Exactly you don't even need exactly. to like you don't you don't need to pull any tricks out, hire like a higher accountability person or like set a goal or like you know, this stuff is pretty ineffectual compared to going in. Ripping out the feeling set of beliefs to the point where you just your your heart just naturally pulls you in the direction you want to go. It's effortless.
1: Life is designed that way. Which which brings me to something I wanted to leave back to. We were talking about earlier with with kind of what you see with all the people going through the foundation is, you know, you could probably follow the formula and have a, a, a moderate level of success just by following you know whatever formula. If you know if you're taking some action and heading in the right direction, you're going to have some sort of Measure of success, whatever that means to you, um, but in the foundation, you know, those people who are who, who, who kind of find their own authentic, authenticity uh, and, and deal with those limiting beliefs uh, and go on to be successful, versus those people that kind of just follow the formula and go on to be successful. But there's a lot of friction, as you said before. Um, what are, you know how? What kind of ratio is there? in that like, so how many people are going successful with friction versus without friction? Oh, I don't know if it's a, it's a, it's a hard
0: question because every successful entrepreneur, truly successful entrepreneur in the foundation has done the deep work. Cool. Very cool. It it, it shows up. What happens is they're like, Oh, <laughs> I don't want to do this crap. They're like, I'm not going to do the eliminate and belief shit. So three months in, they're absolutely freaking exhausted and in so much pain. They're like, oh, you know what? I'm in so much pain. I'm going to visit this limiting belief stuff. They spend like a day clearing their limiting beliefs and then poof, like a rocket. But you know, they, don't, they, don't, they don't do it until they are usually in a lot of pain. But yeah, our, our top students are manipulating in a great way and rewriting and updating the software of their mind, updating their subconscious mind, how they view themselves, how they see themselves. Uh, and because of that, like astronomically, high growth rates. You know, one guy was like, you know, he had to he drop out of the foundation at 3 months in. He had like a few hundred bucks to his name and, you know, within 3 or 4 months he was making like 20 to 50 grand a month. And he was just doing high-level consulting. He was using the foundation framework to go out, find a pain in the business, sell them a one-off solution, outsource the one-off solution, and then take a big premiums. He knows how to price anchor because he's going after a big pain, has a developer or whatever build the one-off solution. He pockets the profit, and then he's off. You know, he's just... always prospecting for consulting clients. And, you know, successful businesses have a lot of good problems to solve. There's always good problems to be solved by successful businesses. So he goes after successful businesses. And, you know, every night when he was going to bed, he was rewriting his identity. I'm a $50,000 per month business owner. And, you know, doing that five minutes before bed when the subconscious is most suggestible to change. Now, the other fascinating thing with this guy is, you know, he wrote another book that I recommend called Letting Go, The Pathway to Surrender. And that book just talks about like surrendering your your feelings, like going, going into the feelings. So he felt this pit in his stomach. So he'd wake up every morning for an hour and just sit there and unconditionally feel this pit in his stomach for a week, one hour, seven days. After about seven days, boom, he popped through it. The pit in his stomach disappeared and he was completely free. And the next day he closed like maybe 15, 20 or $30,000 in sales the very next day. I'm telling you that this is astronomical results, which is why I think students at the foundation come out so freaking happy. Even if they don't build software, they're so freaking happy because they feel successful and happy anyway, and they don't even want to do software anymore in the first place. They're like, shit, you know, I want to be a musician. I want to be an artist. And then they go actually do what they love. Nice. But this guy, this guy, thank you, yeah, this, this guy, $15,000, $20,000, or maybe even thirty. I can't remember, in sales the next day. I said, well, what the hell happened? He's like, oh, dude, they were right in front of my face the whole time. I just couldn't see it because all my own shit was in the way. And so that's just generally what happens. Like, you know, if I'm ever coaching a student who's struggling, I just instead of asking them like what their problems are, I just watch them implement for like 5 minutes, share the screen, watch them like prospect via email, and then I'm like, "Holy crap, what are you doing? Like why are you doing this way? Why aren't you following the process? Like what has you doing this over here?" And then I'm just like, and then, and they're like, "Oh, I thought this." And then I'm like, "Oh, about this." And then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, I'm really terrified of of getting rejected on email, so I'm trying to like skirt around all these fucking issues." And little do they know that like the success has been right in front of them the whole time. It's right, literally right in front of their nose, a world of financial abundance. is totally just right the fuck in front of your face, but you can't see it because you have all this fear. So that guy surrendered his fear. And the next day he closed 15 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand. And, um, it was always, it was always right in front of him the whole time.
1: Amazing, man. Amazing. It's a trip. It's absolutely a trip. You know, It works. All right. Well, I'm. We kind of went off on a tangent there, and I'm really, 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 really glad we did, um, because I think it's it's kind of the elephant in the room for a lot of people. You know, they they don't want to address their self worth issues or their or, or their pain issues or whatever, and they just want to mask it with the next business book or the next strategy or the next whatever. And as you said, until you until you a little bit honest with yourself, and you can sit in your issues for a while, you're never gonna find that frictionless pace in your business or your life or whatever it is you want to do.
0: Yeah. but It's it's humbling. It's, It's a humbling experience and it takes a lot of bravery. And in my experience anyway, and you know, we're just getting ready to launch our next foundation course, August 10th here. And I watched our launch video that I made, we made or whatever that like I had a huge hand in making and I'm watching myself on video and I'm watching the script that we put together and I'm watching how we're editing it all together and I'm watching it and I'm like, holy shit, I'm a badass. And then I like, I'm like, I'm watching the video. and I'm like, oh, fuck. I can catch myself feeling a little extra worthy right now because I look so good on video. Then I'm like, oh, damn, there's some worth attached to what I'm doing right there. That was just yesterday. And it was really subtle and it snuck in and I was like, oh, crap, look at that. Look at me actually feeling worthy because something I'm done. That's not unconditional love. That's conditional love. And worth exists in conditional love. Worth is not even a concept in unconditional love. There's nothing to earn it. It's just there. You can do nothing to gain or lose it. You just are unconditionally loved. So I, I just, I just sat in the, the feeling of the worth of that. Like, oh man, this is, and I, and I feel sad. You can, I actually just feel the sadness of it. Like, oh great, yeah, maybe I'll finally be worthy now because I published this video. And I'm like, oh fuck, that's really sad. So I just feel into the sadness until it reduces, and I'm like, all right, cool, that video's really awesome. And I love being really good in it because it's just fun to be really good and for no other reason. Um, now like I choose mastery. Now I choose being remarkable. Now I choose being Olympic in my discipline. I put in the hours because being excellent feels good and it's so much more enjoyable. Like, like I said, you end up doing the same thing you're already doing anyway, except when you do it from this place of love, love just wants to be masterful. So you do it for the ecstasy and experience of being remarkable, and that in itself is the reward. So, I mean, it's it's it, it can it can come up and occur, and you know, it took that video yesterday for me to feel it again. And like, oh shit, there it is again, creeping up on me, that motherfucker.
1: <laughs> That's a really good point, though, that I didn't even really consider. Is that it's a double edged sword? You know, you get these feelings of worth. And they can be poor feelings of worth or they can be overinflated feelings of worth as well. I didn't even really consider that other side of the coin to it. You have to catch yourself in both of those circumstances.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it, if you want to be, like my opinion, is if you want to be a truly happy human, break away all ideas of worth that have anything to do with you earning love, doing something to feel fulfilled. Um, and like the greatest news that I could ever share from the deepest part of my heart, anybody listening, is I have wonderful news for you. So here we are, on the Active Marketer with Barry Moore. You've been listening to us, and it's isn't it the damnedest thing that we're here on on automation marketing, and we're talking about the issue of self worth, and so I'm really, I'm really touched that we got to have this conversation today. And for those of you listening, like, I just want to tell you something really important that you need to hear, that I feel you need to hear. You may not need to hear it. But for those of you that struggle with issues of ah, self-worth, earning, doing things to earn love, you know, instead of earning a living, we've been taught how to earn a loving bullshit or you know the not enoughness if you're struggling in those realms the greatest news i could ever tell you
1: is that not only are you worthy beyond measure but that your worth was never in question in the first place the worth of your heart
0: the worth of your soul the worth of you It's actually never been in question. What's happened is you've been surrounded by other people who have self-worth issues and they've projected their self-worth issues onto you. So you took them on in your innocence when in reality you were always beyond worthy and your worth was really never in question. In the deepest form of truth in reality, your worth has never been in question. It's only been because you've been surrounded by all these people who question their own worth. So when you step into this concept of, huh, worth, what does that even mean? I suppose I'm worthy, but I guess I'm not unworthy either. Like, I think I'm just loved no matter what. I think I have value no matter what. And then when you get to live from that place, you get to do remarkable work. Because the place that you work from, you get to go do the same thing that you're going to do right now after this podcast, but the reason that you do it it's because you enjoy it and it feels good, not to prove anything. So the automation marketing sequence becomes this fun journey. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. As opposed to this burden, arduous process where you're like, okay, I just got to figure out how to get this sequence together so I can make a million a year or a million a month or whatever, whatever your self worth number is. Um, and then the beautiful thing, the truly, deeply beautiful thing about this is that when your worth is off the table, And you do things for the sole sake of enjoyment. The mastery that you execute and implement is insane. You get to build and create and do things at a remarkable level, truly because the activity feels good. And that is where
1: life becomes deeply, deeply enjoyable. Wow. What a fantastic episode. Dane, you are a champion, man. And I really appreciate you uh, coming on and sharing your superpower with us. Um, I think everyone could benefit from heading over to the foundation and, and finding out more about uh, about how you help people basically overcome their limiting beliefs and become champion business people. And as you said, a lot of people start out wanting to do a software business, end up doing something else because they uh, they don't have that that. Self worth issue tied to this is what I have to do. They uh, they're free to pursue whatever it is they want to pursue, which is uh, people cool. do the damnedest people do the damnedest coolest things
0: when they feel worthy.
1: Yeah, awesome,
0: awesome. Yep. To go out build bird, bird, bird feeders all day just because they enjoy it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I really appreciate taking your time with you, and I urge everyone to check out the foundation.com. I Hope to see you online again soon. Yeah, man. Thanks, Barry. Wow, really interesting stuff there from Dane, and I want to thank him for taking the time to come on and share that with us today. I also want to appreciate you, the listener, for spending time with us uh, today and all the other episodes you may have listened to. Really do appreciate that. Thank you for spending time with us. You can find all the show notes from this episode over at theactivemarketer.com forward slash Dane, D-A-N-E. We have another great show for you next week where we get back to our kind of marketing automation roots and we talk to e-commerce rock star Ezra Firestone. He shares some of his best e-commerce follow-up sequences and secrets with us, so don't miss out on that show. See you next week, everybody. In the meantime, get out there and design, automate, and scale your business to the next level with marketing automation.
0: Thanks for listening to the Active Marketer podcast. You can find the show notes and all the latest marketing automation news over at theactivemarketer.com.